Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. What does freedom mean to you? I remember having a very distorted idea of what freedom really meant. You know, in this coaching industry, life coaches, business coaches, we always talk about what's one of your top values. And often I get from my students, freedom. But then when I ask, what does that feel like? What does that mean to you? I get a lot of different variations. It means having money. It means having the freedom to do what I want when I want. It means being free to make my own decisions. And yet, so few of us actually live that freedom. It's like this thing that we're constantly striving for. And here's why. I used to have that distorted version of freedom as well. I had an old version. And that old version of what freedom meant to me was based on my upbringing. It was based on thoughts and beliefs that were instilled in me when I was a little kid. That freedom meant being able to do what I want when I want. And although there is some truth to that, here's what we do as humans. We look for the validation. We look to our friends, our peers, our family, and look for the approval of that choice. So for example, you know, I want to When we're little kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. And when we're little, we look to our parents and go, is that good? Do you approve? We do that as adults too. We do that as coaches. We do that as we are living our lives. We might think that freedom is our top value, but we're so busy looking for the approval from others that we are never free. Freedom at its core, is about having the freedom to choose, to make our own choices without needing that validation, without needing the approval, without seeking outside of ourselves for that approval. The only approval that you need is your own. That's freedom. I used to people please and do the things I felt that my value was based off my ability to get shit done for people. And every time I did that, I felt free because I checked things off the list and I was making money and uh, everything was amazing. My clients loved me. And yet there was this piece of me that did not love my life. There was a big piece of me that didn't love my life because I wasn't free to make my own decisions and to be responsible for me. We don't need to validate our decisions. We must be at peace with our choices and learn to flow with life. And that is true freedom. That's the freedom where I can choose to 
go somewhere. I can choose to do something. I can choose to create something. I can choose to eat something. I can choose to sleep or nap whenever I want. I can choose to work whenever I want. And I'm not seeking the approval of others. This is really key. And I think something that's, uh, it feels like a fine line because often you might think, well, I do have that. I do what I want when I want. But is there a little piece of you, and really think about this, is there a little piece of you that kind of goes, but I really want so-and-so to say, good job. I really want somebody to say, man, I just love what you're creating in the world. Be that person for yourself, and that's where freedom comes from. When you are your greatest cheerleader, when all of the approval comes from within, and you do not seek it outside, when you create the fulfillment from within, when you are celebrating life from within, then you are free. This is about knowing your value in the world, knowing your worth in the world. Freedom comes from value, from self-love, from self-worth, from self-actualization. When I am no longer looking out there for the answers, then I am free. When I am settled into my essence and I know exactly who I am and what I want and why I want it, then I am free. The moment that I think someone knows better than me or that there's something out there that's going to make me feel better or that there is a supplement or a course or something that's just going to give me what I'm looking for, then I have become caged. I have limited myself and forgotten my own power. Now, that's not to say don't work with coach. Obviously, we need to work with coaches, but a coach's job is not to tell you what to do. A coach's job is to stand and hold space and be a mirror for your own awareness. Not to tell you what to do, not to give you approval on your choices, not to be your cheerleader. A coach's job is to show you what you cannot see yet. That's it. And so the creation of an extraordinary life comes from this awareness that freedom is an inside job. Freedom comes from being your own greatest cheerleader, from being the one who's willing to give yourself what you need. You need love, create love inside. You need recognition, create recognition inside. You need connection, create connection inside. Come within, come to the heart and give yourself that which you are looking for. And then, and only then, will you truly be free. Do you know what it is that you really, really want? I feel like I'm going to break out into a Spice Girls song right now. But tell me, what do you really want? Do you really know? I remember always thinking that I wanted what others wanted. You know, I've spoken about my story as being a virtual assistant and helping other coaches build their businesses behind the scenes, working with other influencers to help them build all their systems and technology and being frustrated because I was working so, so hard thinking that that was the answer, thinking that that was what I wanted. And I was miserable. I hated it. 
My relationships were falling apart. My health was at risk. I was in adrenal fatigue. I was drinking myself to sleep every night, sometimes even drinking at work. And I thought that I was doing the work I was put here to do. I was doing what everybody told me I was good at. That was the difference. We have been programmed since we were little tiny babies to want what everybody else wants. You should do that. You should do this. You should go to this school. You should become that person. You should grow up and get married and get a job and have a family and get the gold watch and retire. You should retire at this age. You should have the these investments. You should, 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 should. And at what point does your own essence come in and say, yeah, but I don't want any of that. For me personally, I have chosen. I chose when I was young, like before the age of 16, I am never having children. It was a decision that I made for myself. And as I was growing up, constant, constant. But are you sure that biological clock is going to start ticking? One day you're going to wake up and realize that you made the wrong decision. You really should have kids. It kept coming at me over and over and over again. Now, thankfully, I was very solid in my decision. I was committed to that decision. And I am so grateful that I stuck to that decision. It was never something that I wanted for myself. And yet, if you think about it from that perspective, all humans, man, woman, non-gender, it doesn't matter. We are inundated with other people's opinions of what you should be doing with your life. And what does that create? That creates chaos, overwhelm, stress, overwork, service to others without service to self. It creates this constant striving for approval that can never be reached because it's not what you really want. And so we must become clear for ourselves about what we really want. We need to get be okay with letting go of the people pleasing, the responsibility for others, the control, the I need to be this perfect person that sits in this box and does what everybody tells me to do. It's time for us to be open to grow and expand outside of our box. We're not meant to live in a box. We are meant to be free to express the true essence of who we are. And so we see that. We see the truth in the higher wisdom of that. And yet there's so many times when we get caught up in the minutia of the to-do list and the laundry and this needs to be done and that needs to be done. And I've got all this stuff that needs to get put out online and social media and so-and-so needs this and my kids need that and my husband needs that and my wife needs that and blah, blah, blah. Are you overwhelmed yet? It is exhausting. And the moment we come back to the big picture, the big vision, who am I? And what do I really want? And am I willing to stand in that? Am I willing to commit to what I want? Now, for some may think that that feels selfish. And I, that's okay. I used to be the same way. I used to be, but I can't actually do what I want. Then everybody else around me will be upset. So what? That's what I learned. And the moment, the moment that I made a decision to go after what I wanted, everything changed. 
sure, there were some bumps along the way, and sure, there were some relationships that came to an end, and I grieved those, and I moved on because I was so committed to who I am and what I want and why I wanted it that that was sad and okay at the same time. There was this drive that came from within to live in my purpose, to be free in my expression. And in doing so, it has created ripples of impact that I don't even know about. And the same goes for you. When you choose to stand in the foundation of you, the ripples of impact. I hate to be a cliche here, but when you shine your light, it gives others permission to do the same. But if you're so busy taking care of everyone else's light, yours becomes dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. It is time to stand on your own soapbox and commit to who you are deep in the core of your being and shout that from the rooftops. The world needs you. The world deserves you and you are worthy. You do not need to do things for other people in order to be valuable. You commit to you, you choose you, and watch the world celebrate that. That's the most important thing. And so getting clear on what you want means I gotta let go of what everybody else thinks that I should want and really sit with that and be radically honest with myself. What do I really want? What is your creative expression and play? This is a question that can be a little triggering for some of my students, especially if you learned to be responsible at a very young age. Now, one of my top values, it's not in the top three, but it is one of my values, is the sense of adventure and play. And in that, I have embraced play in so many different ways throughout my life. But I remember a time in my life when I used to think that creative expression mean, meant that I needed to know how to draw or paint or write. Now, if, if you've met me and ever seen me draw, I can barely draw a stick man. What I do know how to draw really well is a stick pig. So if you ever want to see that, message me. But I always thought that my expression, my creativity needed to be something in the world. It needed to be something tangible that people could buy or take home with them. And so I felt like I needed to learn how to paint or draw or dance or something. And I had a distorted view of what creativity actually was. The thing is, every single human being on the planet is a creator. We are designed to create higher meaning out of the ether, out of the 5D and bring it into the 3D. We are meant to play in this material world. Now that doesn't mean you need to play like everybody else does. It doesn't mean you need to create like everybody else does. It means the expression of you. And so maybe your sense of play is cooking a delicious meal. Maybe your sense of creativity is 
creating a family. Maybe your sense of creativity is doing video. Maybe your sense of creativity is writing books. Maybe it is drawing or painting. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's walking around in nature. Maybe it's refurbishing furniture. Maybe it's simply the expression of what you love. Doesn't matter what it is. Sure, I spit out a few examples, but man, the sky is the limit. There is no limit as to what you love and what you might want to create in this world. We are spiritual beings having this material experience and we live in this God's playground where we are meant to also play. Doesn't mean you have to do it my way. Doesn't mean you have to do it anybody's way. It's about being your unique self, about really coming into the essence of you and knowing how you want to express. Maybe you want to express through your voice. Maybe you want to express through moving your body. Maybe it's expression through something that no one has ever seen before. Doesn't matter. The other piece is being unattached to that creation. Again, it's not about looking for the approval from other people. I created this thing. Do you like it? I created this thing. Will you buy it? I created this thing. Oh my God, I love it so much. Do you like it too? No. I used to write for the sake of writing. I love to write. It's one of my favorite things to do. When I was a kid, I wrote poetry. It never meant anything. It wasn't for anyone. I just loved to write. And I stopped doing that when I was in my 20s and 30s because I felt like the writing needed to become something. I was published as a young child with some of my poetry and it created this belief that if I write a poem, it must get published. It must be for the world. And so therefore I stopped writing because none of them were good enough to be published because I needed that approval. I needed other people to tell me that it was good, good enough to be published. But what if you just created because you fucking love it? What if you just created for the sheer bliss of it that you loved it so much that you never needed anybody else to tell you that they loved it too? And that is where we amp up the energy, the frequency behind our creations. That's where you allow yourself to just fully express the essence of you into the world. And the world goes, wow. And you don't even have to try. And sometimes your creations will be just for you and you will never share them. And sometimes your creations, you won't try to share them, but they have to burst out into the world. And sometimes your creations will be something that you sell or share with the world. But when you let go of the attachment to it needing to be something or be approved by someone, then you get to just let go and you get to be free in the expression and the creativity of who you are. Do you give yourself space and time to listen? And I mean, really listen. 
I want to talk about relationship and partnership today. I think slowing down and creating space is something that can be very challenging for a lot of people. We live in a busy world. We live in a noisy world where we are hustling and bustling and there's things to do and there's a checklist of 52 million things and the kids need to be taken care of and the hubby needs to be taken care of and the wife needs to be taken care of and there's all this business stuff to do and oh, and then my friends need me to go to that event and there's this social thing that I want to go to and oh, there's a networking event. We are so busy. Oh, and then don't forget there's that Netflix thing to binge and there's also that course that I'm taking with, oh, I forgot, right? It's just constant. And then you got to keep up to social media and you got to keep up to your emails and it never stops. Have you ever noticed that sometimes when you're in the shower, all of a sudden it's just like this brilliant idea just drops in. You're like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Or you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Why did it wake me up at three in the morning? Can't you do that at 8 a.m.? It's because the universe is looking for those spaces where you are finally quiet. Believe me, I used my business name was Get Shit Done. I was the hustle and grind girl. I could get a to-do list done like nobody's business. And I was it was horrible. I was miserable because I had completely forgotten and turned off the voice of God, universe, source, whatever label you want to give it. I had completely shut it out, thinking that I could micromanage my life. And it was when someone reminded me to create space that everything changed. Think about it from the perspective of relationship. Let's talk about partnership and what that really is. So whether you're in an intimate relationship or not, or you've been in an re intimate relationship, or think about somebody that you know who is in that relationship of spouse, or boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever, intimate relationship of some kind. Think about that relationship and imagine what it would be like, and perhaps it is, where one person is at home most of the day doing their thing, taking care of their busy life, and the other person is out in the world taking care of their busy life. And then they each join each other in their home at the end of the night, at the end of the day. And this happens. Well, why isn't dinner made? Why didn't you do the laundry? Why are the kids so messy? And why are the kids yelling and screaming? And why didn't you do this? And where's the flowers that you didn't bring home to me? And what's going on? You never have any time for me. Blah, 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 blah. Right? We are controlling and micromanaging the relationship. We're looking to control the other person and get them to do what we want them to do. Well, that's the same experience with the universe, God, goddess, whatever. It's the same experience if we are trying to micromanage our lives. Well, why didn't you bring this to me, God? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't I get that thing that I wanted? And why are you doing this? Well, obviously I have to do it myself. So now I'm going to take care of this 52 million to-do to list. And I'm going to ignore you because you're kind of pissing me off. <laughs> right? Can you hear that voice sometimes in your mind? True partnership is not about giving and taking. True partnership is about a flow. Imagine a, a figure eight, an infinity symbol on its side, horizontal infinity symbol, flowing between one person and the next. Constant. There is a flow. 
of energy being generated in this body, flowing out and coming back in through the back of the heart. I do not need to take energy from anyone when I am in my power. And then imagine this other body, same thing, in their power, same thing, flowing energy in and back out. Out and back in. <laughs> I heard what I said. When we are doing that, there is this sacred flow of energy that just occurs. Rather than I need to pull from you and take from you and here, give, 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 and then take, 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 take. It's draining. The same thing with the universe. Our relationship with our bodies, with our money, with our significant others, with our friends, with our family, and with God. No different. We are co-creating this place together, which means we do not take and we don't, do not give too much. We create and then we move that out. And then we open ourselves up to receive said energy back again. We created it so we get it back. Law of divine compensation. When we create the energy within us, we will be compensated more than what we generated. And so this partnership, this creation, this co-creation requires space to listen. It's not, I'm going to do all the things and then fall into bed at the end of the night, exhausted, wondering why I'm not getting the results I'm looking for. It's a little bit of action and a little bit of listening and a little bit of action and a little bit of listening. It's the flow. My relationship with my work has changed significantly since I learned this. My business and I have a circuit running between us. Always. My business receives from me and I receive from my business. There is no take. It is receiving. There is a sacred flow because we are in relationship. So in all things, if you find yourself struggling or frustrated or wondering why you're not getting the things that you're asking for, why the manifestation is not working, why you don't get those intuitive hits, slow down. Slow down and be. You are a human being, not a human doing. There are times when we must do and there are times to be. It is a sacred flow. It is a relationship and a partnership of co-creation. Have you ever truly, truly seen yourself? And I don't mean this physical meat suit. I mean, have you ever fully seen the magnificence of you? This is something that I've been very curious about for a long, long time. I've always tried to seek the answer of who I am outside of myself. I've studied all the religious texts. I've read the dictionary front to back. I've read the encyclopedias. I've read the Bible. I've read the Quran. I was constantly seeking the answers. Tell me who I am. I was always covering myself up, putting on masks, pretending to be someone I wasn't, 
for fear that someone would judge me or think that I was weird or crazy or wild and wacky. I was always dimming my own light for fear of judgment from others, not recognizing that when I was worried about other people judging me, I ended up getting judged anyway, and it was because I was judging myself. I was judging myself so much that I needed to put on some sort of fake mask to pretend to be somebody I wasn't so that they couldn't see the truth of me. Ever been there? I was so busy trying to be somebody else. I was trying to be the successful entrepreneur. I was trying to be the responsible adult. I was trying to be the person who had this whole online business thing figured out. I was trying to be the spiritual guru. I mean, you name it. I've tried to be a lot of things in my life. And you know what I realized finally, finally, is that I don't have to try to be me. There's no trying. There's no efforting. There's no, well, I need to do this, 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 and this, and then I can be me. I can just be me. And isn't that freedom? Isn't that the most spectacular, magnificent, and brilliant thing ever? That if we choose to allow ourselves and to see ourselves truly, the truth of us, then we can just be. We don't have to effort. We don't have to try. We don't have to force. We don't have to prove. We don't have to ask others for approval. We can just be. Doesn't that feel amazing? If you really focus on it and listen and get a numerology reading, explore, I don't know that we will fully ever understand the truth of who we are because we are limitless. How can you ever understand what infinity feels like? What, how can you ever explain infinity? But we can always explore. We can always find out more. We can always be curious and we can always recognize our own divinity. We can come back to that truth every single time. And when we catch ourselves, my cat is in my plant now. When we catch ourselves, excuse me. <laughs> See, he's expressing who he is. When we catch ourselves in that place, of questioning what other people are going to think of us, what other people are going to judge us for, then we've forgotten who we are. It's that simple. And all we need to do is come back to the essence, place your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, and remember, remember your magnificence. And occasionally, someone comes along who sees you for who you really are. Someone comes along and goes, wow. And all they're doing, they're not giving you approval. They're not saying, oh my God, you're amazing. Yes, they are. And all they're doing is putting a mirror in front of your face and saying, can you see it too? That's it. And so many of us are caught up in not wanting to look in the mirror. It's scary to look in the mirror. What if I see something I don't want to see? But when we open ourselves to the truth of all of the pieces of us and we look in that mirror, it is spectacular. We are divine, wondrous beings, each and every one of us. 
And when we open ourselves to looking in that mirror and recognizing that we are these spiritual, limitless, infinite beings that came here to play in God's playground, we can feel that. And we are more willing to share that with the world. So if you have not yet looked at yourself, if you have not yet seen your magnificence, I invite you to look, whether through numerology or hiring a coach, choosing to work with me, find somebody who's willing to help you with that mirror so that you can see how brilliant you truly are. I can see it. And I would love for you to see it too. Are you willing to want what you want? I know that might seem like a silly question, but truly think about that for a second. Are you really willing to want what you want? And let's get radically honest here because there's this little thing that I have noticed in my work where we have this like selfishness complex. Well, well, I can't want that. It's selfish to want that. And there's people that are starving in the world, which is true. And so how, who am I to want that? I shouldn't have that kind of wealth and that kind of financial flow because there are poor people in the world, which is true. And there is more than enough to go around. There are unfortunate circumstances in this world. And think of it from this perspective. This is how, what shifted everything for me. When good people have financial wealth, good people do good things with that money. Are you a good person? And do you want what you want? I used to be somebody who thought I wanted the Ferrari and the fancy house and the mansion and all the things. I wanted the success that all of those personal development coaches out there talk about. And after a lot of self-exploration and some real radical honesty, I came to the truth of what it is that I truly, truly want. I've got a list and it's not all material. But one of the things that I definitely, definitely want is financial solidity, financial stability, financial flow through my work and through my business and through my life. Why? Not for the Ferrari, not for the mansion, although I probably will drive a Ferrari. I just don't want to own one. I want wealth to flow through my life so that I can flow wealth to others. I desire that so deeply in the core of my being because I know that I can move that wealth into places in the world that need it, where that redistribution is required. And so fuck yeah, I want money. I don't want money for the fancy things and to collect and accumulate a bunch of trash and junk. I want money to flow. I want money to flow into my experience so that it can then flow out of my experience in the direction that I choose. I want to fly first class because it's easier and more comfortable. I want other people to be able to eat every day. I want better education for our kids. I want emotional mastery to be a thing. I want emotional mastery to be taught in elementary school. I am adamant about these desires. Do I know how I'm gonna get them? No. Am I willing to want them? 
Yes, absolutely. Am I willing to decide that I could be a homeowner? Yes. Am I willing to want that? Yes. Am I willing to want the vehicle that I drive? Yes. Yes, I want money to flow into the world, but yes, I want to drive a nice vehicle too. I'm not going to make all the money and then just move it all out and not take care of myself. It's both. We get to want what we want. We get to be financially stable and take care of ourselves and the world. One of the things that used to be a thing is, you know, I went from one extreme to the other. I wanted the mansion and the Ferrari and the things, or at least I thought I did. And then I went to this, well, who am I to want any of that? Because look at all the poverty in the world. And so it created this dichotomy in my brain. It created separation in my mind of, well, I want that, but I don't really want that. And I want that, but I can't, don't, I don't know how to fix that. And, and so I'm just not going to make any money because that solves all of the problems, Right. And what happened in that is that I realized, shit, I can't pay my own bills. I can't even survive. I don't know how to pay my rent. I don't know how to pay insurance on my vehicle. Oh, this week, I'm not sure if I have enough money to go buy groceries. It's not about just putting food on your own table. What if you could put food on a whole swack of tables? It's about taking care of your needs first and then. It's about making sure that your mortgage or rent is paid, that you are taken care of, that you have the basic needs, your shelter, your food, your water, etc. But don't stop there. What else do you want? It is not selfish to want what you want. You get to go out in the world and create in God's playground. This is what this 3D world was designed for. And it is not just a, a privileged thing. Every human on the planet has the ability to do this. We've just been taught differently. We've been taught by societal programming, generational programming that we can't. I'm here to tell you and hold space for you and mirror back to you. Yes, you can. You can have anything you want, anything, any experience, but you must choose to have it and you must be willing to receive it. You must be willing to stand for it. You must be willing to shout it from the rooftops and say, this is what I want. And from that place, be willing to release all attachment to it and play in this material world. You are infinite. You are not a material being. Everything is energy, right? You've heard me say that before. You've heard lots of people say that. It's true, but we forget because there's this material world that's the only thing we can see. This material world is made up of 0.000001% of what's actually there. 99.999% of this world is one, is all possibility, potential. I remember when I was a kid, my dad saying to me, you can have, do, be anything you desire. You have so much potential. I had no idea what that meant. I do now. And you have so much potential. 99.99999% of your reality is pure potential. 
And so what do you want? I have an invitation for you. If any of this conversation has resonated with you, if any of it has triggered new awareness or new possibility, if any of what I've just said has made you go, hmm, then I invite you to a free event. January 16th to 20th, 2023, we are hosting the Choose Your Best Life online virtual summit. Some of the best Choose Your Most Extraordinary Life coaches in the world coming together to share their wisdom, share their value, and contribute some of their knowledge to us. So you won't want to miss that. It is a free five-day event. Replays will be available. You do not need to catch it all in that week. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you grab your spot. You will not want to miss this incredibly powerful event. I'll see you there. Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. And if you're ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonum.com. But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you. I believe in you. And I see your power. See you next week.